This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. ...that support education, retirement savings, and bill payments for local governments. The Red Cross is calling for volunteers to join the National Sound the Alarm Initiative, aiming to install 50,000 free smoke alarms in at-risk communities across the country. No prior experience is required and training will be provided. Donations from a number of corporate partners make all services free for residents in need. Red Cross volunteers install the alarms and share important info about fire safety. Learn more at NowDecatur.com. He died for his cause. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. A U.S. Air Force member has succumbed to his bad burn injuries the day after Aaron Bushnell staged a fiery protest. The 25-year-old from Texas live-streamed it online outside Israel's embassy in Washington, claiming they're committing genocide in Gaza. Bushnell doused himself with liquid, then set himself ablaze. Witnesses say he shouted, free Palestine, even after ignition. Washington, D.C.'s fire department says Secret Service agents put the flames out with fire extinguishers. Fox's Jack Callahan, as the war keeps raging in Gaza. We do have a combined plan of evacuating civilians out of harm's way. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu tells Fox they want civilians out before battling Hamas militants in that city. Now, Gav Rafa Netanyahu also dismisses as musical chairs a Palestinian government shakeup saying the reform needed is de-radicalization. They have to stop teaching their children to become terrorists. They have to stop paying terrorists based on the amount of Jews they kill. Change is coming to the Republican Party. Ronald McDaniel will step down as National Committee Chair March 8th. McDaniel had been facing calls to resign after several disappointing election cycles for Republicans. That includes losing the White House in 2020 and an underwhelming midterm elections in 2022, despite low approval numbers for President Biden. Fox's Ryan Schmelz, former President Trump's been pushing for an RNC shakeup, wanting his daughter-in-law, Laura, to be the co-chair. And ahead of the next GOP primary tomorrow in Michigan, he posted... When will Nikki Haley realize she's just a bad candidate? She'll campaign again today in Michigan and tells Fox. Donald Trump lost 40% of the vote in the first three states. You have to look at that and say, he if he's losing 40%, he can't win a general election. There's also a Democratic contest. There is a movement backed by Michigan Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib for progressives to vote uncommitted in the state's primary tomorrow. It's in protest to President Biden's handling of the Israel-Hamas war. That's Madeline Rivera. America's listening to Fox News. The Fed is setting a digital dollar control trap. The new Fed now system might sound modern and convenient, but the truth is it's all about surveillance and control. Don't be fooled. Secure your assets right now with something Washington cannot manipulate. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon, former advisor to Donald Trump. And in these times of uncertainty, I believe the best way to defend your savings is to use tangible assets, which is why I recommend a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, because gold has a 5,000-year track record as the ultimate guardian of wealth. To find out more, get your free info kit on gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group by texting the word PROTECT to 989898. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust, so text PROTECT to the number 989898. Text PROTECT to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold IRAs. There's no obligation or purchase required. Message and data rates may apply. 
Ahead of Michigan's primary tomorrow, where Democratic Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib is pushing a protest vote against President Biden, he'll go to a different state. The president heads to New York City for a campaign meeting today. The New York Post also reports he'll be taping an interview with talk show host Seth Meyers. Then he's back to the White House Tuesday, meeting with top congressional leaders. The administration says the president will talk about the urgency of passing the bipartisan national security supplemental to get aid to Ukraine, Israel and Taiwan. He's also expected to speak about keeping the government open as a deadline looms for a partial shutdown March 1st. That's Fox's Jill Nato. The funeral will be Friday for Lake and Riley. The nursing student killed last week while jogging in Athens, Georgia. We got a chance to speak to Riley's freshman year roommate, Bianca Tiller. Listen. Whenever I found out, my heart just sank. I thought that maybe it was a mistake. She just made sure everybody felt loved all the time and appreciated. If anybody ever had a bad day, she was just the sweetest soul and sweetest person you could have ever met. UGA police say that Riley died from blunt force trauma. That's Fox's Madison Scarpino. Now, the alleged killer, now jailed, Jose Ibarra was in the U.S. illegally. There's a manhunt in Louisiana. Deputies in Jefferson Parish, Louisiana, outside New Orleans, say convicted murderer Leon Ruffin is on the run after overpowering a female deputy who took him to the hospital for medical treatment. Sheriff Joseph Lopinto says Ruffin caused some commotion in the back of the marked vehicle. When she opened up the door, whether it was to rebuckle him or whatever whatever occurred, uh, he pepper sprayed her. Do not know where he got the pepper spray from. Ruffin then made off in the car. The deputy fired at him three times. It's not known if Ruffin was hit. They consider him armed and dangerous. Eben Brown, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures have been up slightly before the opening bell this hour. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Hi, my name is Taylor Stevens, the Regional Community Liaison with Synergy Home Care. At Synergy, we hire caregivers to go in the homes to help people stay safe, in place, and independent by providing non-medical services. We believe that the best gift that you can give to someone is the gift of life. We're hosting a blood drive through Impact Life on Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. at our South Shores location. For more information, call our office at 217-615-1826. Isn't it time you start having regular checkups? A primary care physician from Memorial Care can help detect illness early and help you plan for future wellness. Physicians in the Decatur area are accepting new patients. Visit memorial.health today. A primary care physician from Memorial Care can help you better manage your medications. Having one provider who knows your health can help ensure your meds are working together. Physicians in Decatur are accepting new patients. Visit memorial.health today. All right, what a crazy February this is. 70s today. That's right. Today, we've got increasing clouds and a high of 72. Then tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 55. For Tuesday, 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly sunny and windy, high near 76. Then Wednesday, morning rain, showers likely, cloudy through mid-morning, then gradually clearing with a high near 36. The current temperature in downtown Decatur is 44 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.06.
Good morning and welcome to the 8 o'clock hour of Buyers and Company. We're live in the studios in downtown Decatur. Nicole Bateman from EDC will be with us. We'll get to that fight within the fight in Mexico with UFC. I don't know if you were watching that over the weekend. Oh, yeah, Drive to Survive. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. So I'm just running through my Apple news feed, which is about the only way I would run into the UFC, to be honest with you, since I don't consume any of it on any regular basis. And evidently, they were in Mexico for a big fight, and the video was not of the fight in the ring. The video was the fight in the fight in the crowd. I did see that. And it was so weird, even Dana White commenting on there was, like, no security. No one came in and broke it up. Right. That's, it, they just fought till it was over. Right. There's there's no way that that should happen. Um, it I can't even honestly really imagine it happening in in a United States sporting event. Um, it, like that happens here. It, it's just the way that we're set up and everything. So I can't speak to to uh, being in Mexico. I've never been there. Certainly, I, I, not I have been, been to Mexico. I, I mean, I don't know that it would be any different than anywhere else. I, it, you know why? It just seems odd the amount of time it went on yeah. with no one coming unbelievable. in. Unbelievable. It's it's. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And one dude was like two for two on knockouts. That's right. Oh yeah. Should have put him on the card. Just auditioning. That's all. <laughs> And then I saw what happened with Duke and Wake Forest. And, you know, we've talked about this before uh, with these, uh, you know, uh, fans rushing the floor. Uh, Duke player, best player injured, says he felt targeted. Um, You know, when are these colleges going to be held accountable for not controlling the crowd? Now. We're to a point where they're running out of chances here uh, of, you know, of that sort of thing. Uh, they're not going to get the opportunity to uh, to do it. They're not going to have the opportunity to host games if they can't keep people safe. And how do they do that exactly, knowing how like how close you are to the floor and there's no barrier, even if it's a perceived barrier like there would be in a baseball game or an NFL game? High-end criminal charges, uh, lifetime bans, stuff like that. Pressing personal charges. Okay. Like, we don't tolerate it, and we're going to make an example of someone that came over. And do you 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 see that happening immediately? Yeah. So, like, just to juxtapose it, the uh, WWE's premium live event was in Perth, Australia, this weekend. Uh-huh. And at the very end, their Australian star celebrating in the the front row. Her family was sitting there. She went to get a photo. Their security came in and cleared out somebody even just trying to get close, like beat it. Yeah. Like we're not going to do that. They're not messing with that liability. You get away from there. Yeah. And we're we're zooming in. And so everybody there had a safe event because they stung like a bee right away. Okay. I'm not comparing. I mean, sports, not sports, whatever. But big gathering of people watching a performance right there where where the performers are. That's how you do it. You descend on it. You knock it off. And then that person's probably not coming back. Yeah. I, I um, let's take it out of the sports room. Yep. And go to January sixth. Like, I, I mean, yeah. security, yeah. all the stuff, uh, you get a crowd mindset that gets that's into right. that hive kind of thing. And, and that's why you have to get in first, because it's perceived safety, well, but not actual it, safety. I got that, but didn't we all have a perceived safety thing about the Capitol in your yeah. head? Oh, yeah, that that thing spilled out. It was done. The, they pierced the veil. They went right through, and it was over. 
I'm saying like in sports. No, in, no, I in, get, I totally get what you're saying. I'm just saying if you get people. Oh, they, Wake the people Forest, could always win. Wake Forest beats Duke. Yep. You, you know, are you not going to have that mindset that no matter how many security guards you have. You don't have enough. That you don't have enough. Um, and, and then after the fact, and you look how long it took to identify people with yep. facial recognition and all that. I, I'm, I'm not doubting you're right about what they yep. need to do. I'm just saying, I think if a crowd gets to a point where it wants to do what it wants to do. Yeah. You're gonna. You're talking about criminal charges after the fact. Yes, you're not talking about stopping fact. it. Correct. Yeah, in a in a mob scenario like that, it's a hundred percent pick up the scraps. Uh, but it, hopefully, going in and grabbing somebody and yeah, keeping. I, it from I think happening. you have to send a, a certain message of deterrence. Yep. Which is stamping out somebody, and that's what they do. You know, guy jumps on the field, runs across, Tackling they gets tackled, out. right? Yep. But that's not the same thing as everybody in the stands same emptying time. out at the same time. You're exactly right. And, and then. Then and most of them are just doing it because they won, mm-hmm. out of happiness, no harm, right. no foul. We're just celebrating on the but grass. But some of those people are drunk and bad actors. And mobile, we're here. We can take somebody's kneecaps out, or too touchy, or any of that. Yeah. Just like, oh, I want the trophy. Right. Like, <laughs> so you're, you're you're right. It's the fine line that we have in society. At any point, it could all fall apart. I mean, I remember you know the first time I saw a college football game where that happened. You're like, yeah. just take the goalpost goal and, and take it out of the stadium. Town, walk it through town. Yeah. It's like, Silly. okay, I, I guess that's harmless, but it's it's a just a degree away from being harmless. Oh, yeah. Could I, you imagine that thing just turning just a little bit and scraping the side of a building oh, or cars? I mean, it's like in just the harmless nature. There was no there, – there's, it, it's still destruction and theft right. of property. Yeah, at the end of the day, you're running up a tab all the way through the park. And just like January 6th, I'm not giving anybody a pass because you got caught up mm-hmm. in it. Nope. Nope. And, and I do know that happens. Yeah. I mean, that's what caused you to know, go back to the Beatles and your 15 year old girl passing out in the front row. Right. And, and you know, go to the Taylor Swift concerts and these people now can't, their memories are all, I, I mean, you know, there, there is a thing that happens, but that doesn't excuse you from bad behavior. Yeah. And real quick on the high end, uh, as you go into uh, large gatherings of people, Photos are being taken of you as you're coming in and no, everything no, so sure. that red sh- look for uh, AI can look for the guy in the they, red they shirt. Could, but yeah. I'm just saying they had I can't imagine that the, the, the Wake Forest basketball Not arena yet. has less uh, or has more sophisticated uh, surveillance than Washington, D.C. No, that can't happen. They yeah. can't allow that to happen. I agree. All right. Let's do this. Give me a minute break. And uh, we're going to bring Nicole in and talk about this ag tech summit that's coming up. Uh, and why you should be aware of it, if not be a part of it. And uh, we'll give you all the details on the other side. Stay tuned. Don't miss your chance to cheer on Fighting Illini basketball this season. Deafening in here. 15,000, another shutout. We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. And Illinois overcomes their largest deficit of the season. Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season. The Illini win it. Get your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. Hi, JR from Speed Lube here again, reminding all of our clients how much we appreciate you and the services we provide that others may not. Here at Speed Lube, you have the choice to stay in your vehicle or wait in our lobby while we perform the service for you. Our full service includes a multi-point inspection that entails checking differential and transfer case fluids, along with all the other vital fluids underneath the hood. We also vacuum the floorboards, wash the exterior windows, and correct your tire inflation. All of this while providing a premium Pennzoil product. Thank you, Decatur and surrounding areas, for your 43-plus years of patronage. We look forward to seeing you again.
You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. This was great in concert, by the way. Uh, it is a great Peter Gabriel song. Everybody knows it from the Julia Roberts movie or whatever. Was it Notting Hill or whatever? Uh, with, do you remember that? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a terrible movie watcher. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it was the, <laughs> but the I do know Hugh song, Grant, right? Hugh Grant, yeah. and, and she was the movie star and he was like the, uh, the guy and they fell in love and he was just the oh, average. Okay. So this song was a big part of that, but it's actually one of the, like, if you go see Peter Gabriel live, which we did in Chicago this uh, past year, uh, it's the, the last three or four songs at the end of one of those shows. That song's great. Just a great song. All right. Nicole Bateman's here in studios. Um, Explain to me what this Ag Tech Summit is. I know it's been going on for a number of years, right? Yep. So the University of Illinois Research Park hosts an Ag Tech Summit. Um, And I am ashamed to say I don't know how many years this has been going, but um, this year it's going to be held on Tuesday, March 5th at the iHotel, the Illinois Conference Center there in Champaign. And, you know, we are participating with them on um, this federal grant uh, for IFAB, and we've talked about that quite a bit. But this is just a really neat opportunity, I think, to for attendees to get a sense of all of the um, activity that's happening, not only in Central Illinois, but throughout the state. Um, and they cover a lot of topics. So there's a lot of panel discussions. It's a, a very long one-day event, which not very long, but a, kind of a packed into a business day. But um, I would highly encourage you to attend if you can. They're going to be talking about navigating digital ag, um, policy impact on ag tech. And they were uh, I'm uh, moderating a panel um, about the partnership and bioprocessing, talking about the IFAG IFAB Tech Hub, um, and we'll have um, several guests on there that are our consortium members and part of that Tech Hub. And then um, Fireside Chats, they're going to um, have a presentation on the journey of sustainability and then um, a panel from the growers and producers' perspective. So when we talk about ag tech, it's not all, I think, what we would probably consider super techie, right? We're, we're talking from the grower side to the innovation to lab, everything in between. And then there's a showcase after that at four o'clock where you can talk to different innovators um, that are either located in Champaign-Urbana or, or throughout. But it's it's just a really cool event. I think they're expecting about 500 people. Um, so it's pretty big. Um, and if you'd like to register for that, the easiest way, just Google Ag Tech Summit 2024, University of Illinois, and it'll take you right to the website. Okay. Uh, you're doing the regional partnership in bioprocessing at mm-hmm. 1045 a.m. Yes. Uh, so who are these people that you'll be talking to? What, what is Boston Bioprocess? So Boston Bioprocess has a really interesting story. So they're one of these companies um, with the founder, Michael Tai, and he was on the East Coast and very quickly realized that if they want to make a run at their business, that they really need to be in the Midwest and specifically landed in Champaign-Urbana because of the research park and the capabilities now that they have, right, when we're talking kind of lab to line in this loop that we were creating here in central Illinois. And he's moved his company here. And that's, you know, that's what we're looking to do more of because what we see is a lot of this innovation in pick a sector, right? But specifically in ag, it starts on the coast, but they really need to be here next to the, you know, close to the feedstock and where it makes sense. And so he's got a great story um, about their, about their company um, and their fermentation capabilities. All right. You also have the senior vice president of advanced bioproducts from the uh, corn refiners association. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the regional innovation officer for the IFAB tech hub. 
fermentation and bio industry from Premiant. Uh, so how much of this, you know, and we see it certainly on the east side of town here, this what we would have called economic gardening uh, years ago, mm-hmm. which means you have these major people and because these major people are here that ripples out and you get more and more people surrounding that footprint. I mean, it, it's yeah. really come to fruition in the last couple of years. It has, but you have to be really intentional about it. It doesn't sometimes, yes, a little bit of that will happen on its own, but to really grow grow and connect the dots and connect the players. Um, and then when you have the opportunity to apply for funding to really boost that, that's what we've been working on. And then how do you work uh, from a micro level with, say, the city of Decatur or the, the county of Macon, uh, you, you know, to because sometimes, you know, they can choose where they want to go and you got to mm-hmm. have, you know, particular incentives or, or you know, if nothing else, just you, you got to have, you know, the system, sewer, water, all of that kind of stuff. Is it a pretty good team right now? Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's really important important. The infrastructure that we have here in Decatur and Macon County is unlike anywhere else you're going to find, especially for these types of companies. And so that really gives us a leg up when we talk about um, competing for their uh, placement of their facilities. Okay. And, and then how, what does it look like when you connect Decatur and Champaign and everything in between? But if you just draw sort of a big circle around that area, it seems to me, outside looking in, where we would have been competitive with them, it now seems to be more collaboration of like what's good for either one of those communities is good for both of those communities. Absol- yeah, absolutely. And especially as we talk about bioprocessing and even more specifically when you get into fermentation, precision fermentation. But, you know, I, I used that term earlier, the, you know, the, the line to lab, right? So you're, you're looking at, or lab to line. So you're looking at um, companies that are just starting, right? Or the homegrown entrepreneur that wants to grow their business, you've got all of those support and hopefully uh, with the build out, you know, from this application that we're putting in, building out these facilities to provide equipment for companies to really test their product here and then to move it through those various stages. You can do all of that between Champagne and Decatur, which is really critical because you weren't able to do there. What we're finding in our research is that, yes, there are other emerging hubs throughout the world, but this will be the one where you can do everything within a 51 mile radius and you don't have that anywhere else. And so, you know, the connection between our communities is only getting stronger. Um, and, you know, being able to take, let's say you're a budding entrepreneur and you're able to grow your business and then you move it to Decatur um, and you start your own facility. Well, then when you want to bring on a new product line, let's say, you can go back to Champaign-Urbana and use those facilities again to start testing, right? It's kind of taking the risk out of it and moving it through that scale and then implementing that into your line here in Decatur. And so companies of all sizes, you know, whether you're a startup or whether you're an established company, are able to use the resources that we have between our two communities um, to grow their business. So if you had, you know, crystal ball and you were looking, you know, five years down the road, uh, at the top level, what does that look like for for both communities or what might it look like? So in five years down the road, um, it might look like additional uh, build out in facilities that already exist here in the community between um, between ADM and Premiant and then um, the Integrated Bioprocessing Research Lab in Urbana, Champaign-Urbana and Research Park. So really focused on building out some capacity in those facilities that is missing in the ecosystem today in the bioprocessing okay. ecosystem. So the first five years is going to be about building capacity and then the next five years is about bringing those businesses, well, and, and concurrently, right, bringing businesses in to use that. But as, you know, 
there's a construction phase and all that, but at the end of five years, having those fully built out and new companies coming in to use those facilities, 10 years from now, then seeing some of those companies really scale up to the point where they'll need to build their own facilities and then hopefully landing those here in Decatur. Okay. Where the infrastructure is. All right. So is there a, uh, a cost to attend this? I don't believe so. I was looking um, at the registration form. I, I didn't, yeah, it didn't, I didn't, seem I didn't see like... one on the registration form either, so I don't think so. Um, right. And if it is, I'm sure it's probably pretty minimal. But, yeah, I, they do want people to register ahead of time just so they have a head count. I think there's food and things like that available. Sure. But, yeah, it looks like it is. Um, I think it's free. All right, Tuesday, March 5th, so it's a week from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're interested in going over and seeing uh, all that is ahead for us uh, in this important arena. And it, it really is. I, I'm glad to see the collaboration. I, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's hard yeah. to explain to people, but 10 or 15 years ago, you know, the EDCs were like all locked in battle. It's like, you know, sham. well, we didn't want champagne to get it. You know, it's got to go to Decatur or Springfield right. or Bloomington. And a lot of people that are either moving a business or moving here, they don't know the difference between Bloomington and Champaign and Decatur and Springfield. I mean, we're so centric about how it's like, but mm-hmm. if you're coming from the East Coast, it's just central Illinois. Exactly. You know, and that's, and that's what we found. And, you know, if you're global, it's, everything is Chicago, right? They don't, they don't think about the rest of the state, not because they just don't know any different, right? So it's like, so then we're just, okay, well, how far are you from Chicago? Um, yeah, I mean, we're the central Illinois EDC presidents get along very well. I just hosted a lunch. We all gathered in our office last Thursday, um, just to talk about different, you know, challenges, but also different opportunities and, um, partnering, you know, through the mid Illinois collaborative that we've created. And it just is, it's just working really well. But I, I think that's a testament to, you know, when you have this collaborative mindset, bigger things can happen. And that's what we're, I think, trying to demonstrate um, so that all of our communities grow. Because Central Illinois really has a lot of opportunity, not only for businesses, but for academics and for people and quality of life. And, you know, we're just doing our part to help it grow. Okay. All day Tuesday the 5th, uh, over, uh, we, we usually host our Newhoff stuff over there, uh, at the I Hotel. It's a nice place to do that. So, mm-hmm. so as a moderator, do you enjoy doing that? Do you put a lot of prep work into it? You know, I do. I've actually moderated a few panels now and I, I do like it. Um, I, yeah, I, I've, um, created the questions, um, made the assignments, sent those out to the group last week, um, asked them to add to it. But, you know, of course, that's always fluid. Once you get into it, there's always some follow-up questions. And, um, yeah, I, I do enjoy moderating. Oddly, I don't know. I, I I don't mind being interviewed, but I also like to moderate. I, so I, it's you know it's a thing. Some people uh, you know hate stuff like that, and some people like it. I it, it's it's an interesting, it's a different kind of thing. I I think people just think of public speaking as being public speaking, and there's a whole sure. different you know emceeing something's different than moderating something. Mm-hmm. Just different than being a panel member and asking questions or answering questions. It's all very different dynamic. It is, you know, and I've always been comfortable. I mean, I think about when I was a, a little girl, but you know, I'd. We were always doing talent shows or, you know, speaking and reading at church or something like that, right? So I've always been very comfortable with public speaking. Um, but it is different when you're not just reading from a script when you're actually interacting and things like that. But I, I enjoy it. So yeah, so it should be, it should be fun. Okay. I, I think it goes, this goes back. I think I, I found my own answer like to 2016. 
Okay. Good. Uh, there's like highlights from each of the years back to 2016. Okay, so this has been going on quite a while. Yeah. So what eight? What is that? Eight years? Yeah, something yeah. like. So um, there, or, there's like or my math is just, 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 on Monday morning. Just don't ask me to do math. <laughs> yeah. I will no, get up in front of a thousand just people. Just not. Oh gosh, math is like add four and four. Oh god, yeah. It's like so watch somebody watching you type. You make me really good at keyboarding until somebody's looking over your shoulder and you can't spell uh, all of a sudden. Uh, one of the premier <laughs> ag tech hubs in the nation, uh, right mm-hmm. here. Right in the middle of it. Well, I'm glad you're a part of this, and there's a lot of big companies that are uh, sponsoring this. Uh, it yeah. looks like Kim Kidwell is going to be there from the U of I, several mm-hmm. uh, names that I recognize, uh, and several that I don't. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it should be great. So, yeah, come over and see us that day. I think it's I think it's going to be wonderful. Um, and if you, you know, keep keep your eyes out. We're really making a run at this IFAB um, tech hub, you know, again, regardless of whether we have a successful application that I think we will. Um, and that's being submitted this week. I think there's What's just the timeline on that? a ton of opportunity. So it needs to be submitted on the 29th, um, which is Thursday, uh, to the Federal Economic Development Administration. And then we expect to hear um, awards probably in May. Okay. Not that long. Then. Not that long. And then at the same time, although I'm sure it's been a very long process for you. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a, yeah, it's, it's been a long process, but it's been great. I picked up, um, you know, we've, we've really solidified our collaboration to the point where, you know, sometimes I think folks collaborate to put in an application. Then if it's unsuccessful, they're like, well, you know, that's it. Okay. Nice, nice knowing. Yeah. yeah. But that's not the case here. I mean, there's, there's a, a framework and we've laid a lot of, um, foundation for projects that if, this doesn't work out. We're still seeking funding other places because it's too important to our local economies not to. All right. All right. Who are we getting help from uh, elected official wise? Yeah. So um, um, Congresswoman Bezinski's office has been really involved. Um, the state, the governor's office has been involved. They're making a commitment to um, the tech hub as well, um, both financially and through other supports. Um, and then up to, you know, Duckworth and Durbin's offices. I mean, everybody's, everybody's getting involved. There's, there's some political advocacy, I think, is a, a component of this for sure, but. Well, it never hurts. It doesn't hurt. Yes, it doesn't hurt. And, you know, the more they're in tune with it too, I mean, there's, there's just, there's, there's good reason to make sure that our, our folks know what's going on. Uh, clearly, Senator Turner and, or I'm sorry, Representative Turner and Farachi have been very involved in this as well from a, um, local, um, state level. So yeah, everybody's, everybody's been involved, um, They've all, all of our representatives from the area have had the opportunity and I believe at this point have toured, uh, the integrated bioprocessing research lab, which is a really kind of the linchpin to making sure all of this, uh, pieces together and fills out that ecosystem. And so it, I think, you know, again, it's, we say this often, right? We, we drive through our streets and we're not really sure what's happening behind those walls, but once you get in it, it's super fascinating. And I think it's really important for our state, uh, reps and all of our federal reps to understand the opportunity that actually exists here. Cause it's very easy to get lost in the, the political drama of, you know, what's happening at the national level and things like that. But there's so much opportunity here. We need to make sure that their eyes are here so that they can help us advance. I totally agree. I, I am far less about red or blue, uh, than I am. What are you doing for us? Uh, mm-hmm. and, and you, you know, we're still a donor state or we're sending more tax dollars out than we're getting back. And it's not like you get a refund or they're not going to not spend it. They're going to spend it somewhere. Right. So why not fight to bring all those dollars home for infrastructure? 
infrastructure for innovation for i mean that to me is your number one job when you're elected to represent people is take care of your district not fight these national fights and so i want to reward the good behavior and and call out the bad you know but everybody's this shouldn't be a a red or blue issue this ought to be a central illinois issue it's central illinois absolutely i mean there are just so many good opportunities like i said that are existing and you know some of the nice the nice thing about some of these grants that we are applying for right now is that they're relying on our local expertise to tell them what's working and that's not usually the case you know this is these are really unique opportunities many grants are very structured that you there is no flexibility they want to spend money on this so if you can spend the money on that you should apply and but that you have to stay within those bounds these grants that we're applying for right now two specifically tech hubs and recompete yes there are parameters around them of course but they are really relying as i said on on what is going to work in your community and write to that. Tell us what works and prove that it's worked in the past. And then let's, let's see if we can fund that. So we're excited. We're going after some big dollars. And if it all pulls together, um, five to 10 years from now, we should see some really significant gains in, in a variety of areas. All right, Nicole. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate Thanks for having me. Uh, we'll Appreciate put it. the link in the uh, story there, uh, or how you can register. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a week from Tuesday, week from tomorrow. Uh, we appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you. you All right, we're going to take a break. We'll get back here. Final half hour of the show. We've got a lot to get to, folks. We'll be back with more right after this. The Mount Zion Spring Craft Show at the Mount Zion Convention Center is back. The perfect place to find unique, handmade items for your home. The Craft Show starts Friday night, March 1st from 7 till 9 and continues on Saturday the 2nd from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. Admission is free. Food will be available for purchase from the kitchen of Doris Yoder. For more information on the Mount Zion Spring Craft Show, call 864-5424 or facebook.com slash Mount Zion Craft Shows. Get excited. The Little Theater on the Square presents My Way, a musical tribute to Frank Sinatra, March 1st through the 10th. One of the most popular reviews in music theater history. Audiences and critics alike have hailed its powerful music, superb arrangements, classy style, and easygoing comedy. My Way celebrates the mystique of one of music's most iconic singers. Tickets are available at thelittletheater.org or call 728-7375. Unforgettable entertainment. Little Theater, big talent. Take charge of the years ahead with a smart, sound investment strategy and business succession plan. UC Bank's business and wealth management experts help you envision your best future with powerful insights and proven strategies. Building business and growing wealth since 1868. UC Bank, proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. A primary care physician from Memorial Care can help you better manage your medications. Having one provider who knows your health can help ensure your meds are working together. Physicians in Decatur are accepting new patients. Visit memorial.health today. Isn't it time you start having regular checkups? A primary care physician from Memorial Care can help detect illness early and help you plan for future wellness. Physicians in the Decatur area are accepting new patients. Visit memorial.health today. 
listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. so moody i couldn't i didn't know this song by name and then I, one of these I, nights yeah and i clearly know it now but man i was like here let's just give this you probably have a radio edit version in your head or something yeah you didn't have the uh, long intro yeah. or, or the wacky boy crew was talking over that hey i listened to so we can hit the post <laughs> on the way back from um Watching the soccer game in St. Louis. How was that? It was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, except for it was no scoring till like the last couple of minutes, then two goals to one for one team, then St. Louis tied, and then they end in uh in a uh a tie. But on the way back, their their affiliate is FM, and so their commercials were like STL City, 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 and like uh, like Zoo Crew style mm-hmm. production. I'm like, what? doesn't work for sports. And they'd have, like, Taylor Swift, we love you, St. Louis. And we're like, why is that in there? Yeah. <laughs> it's so silly. Oh, well. I didn't realize that format was still that format Um, in some places. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> yeah, well, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're a lot like the city that way. <laughs> yeah. It was a real good experience, so I enjoyed it. A lot of fun. And you're here with Cadillac Jack. That's what it was like. But then they go into like regular sports coverage. I mean, it was like the people were on the set were fine. Well, that's because that's a program director versus the <laughs> outside people doing it. They're them. like, we got to tailor the rest of it to our audience. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what kind of attendance? Do, I mean, what's, what's the place? What's uh, it hold? I want to say like 15,000. Where is it? It is it is across the street from Un- the backside of Union, Union Station. Station. So behind, yeah. if you go Bush Stadium back, yeah. okay. And they had a a, a, a kickoff because it was the first home game for the MLS season, the second game of the year, though. Right. And they had a concert before and lots of people out there. I mean, it was just really fun. Yeah. Really good experience. I I love it. We we're five, probably fifteen feet from the field in the fifth row. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. All right. Good deal. Sounds like I, I I think I would enjoy. It. How yeah. long does it take? Uh, Forty five minutes a half. Um, yeah, and but then I, with and then when the, pen, the clock runs, the so clock runs. So the first on. half they had three minutes of of extra, and then maybe eight minutes because of injuries. So you got nine hundred and one minutes of actual real time clock, and right? Maybe fifteen minutes in the uh, uh, and and for halftime. Okay, so they get they get to it. All right. So I, I'm just curious. I mean, I, I know how long it feels like watching it, you, you yeah. know, live, but you know, I've never been to one live in person. So yeah. just felt, does it feel like a long game or does no. it go by fast? It, it goes pretty fast. Okay. I, I really enjoy the experience. I've never liked soccer in my whole life. In fact, I would say I was anti-soccer for a good chunk of it. Yeah. And now I'm, I'm an enthusiast. All right. Well, you know what? They can't ask for anything more than that. Yeah. yeah they converted me. That live experience was like, wow, I really like this. Let's get the uh, Apple Pass and start watching this. All right. Good Learn stuff. Learn some players' names instead. Go, guy. We're, we're winning. We are. Us. Yeah, that guy. us. <laughs> that guy over there. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I, I uh, Maybe we'll have to uh, get tickets and go down and see a game sometime. You'd like it. Okay, so we have um, Drive to Survive, which uh, released Friday. Uh, I will say we are through five and a half That's episodes. That's about where we're at. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. I, and I'm actually kind of like, I'm reliving some, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. And then also I'm like, oh, I like that perspective, like the Danny Rick 
just learning how that kind of came together. Oh, how sad. Like yeah. the guy holding the camera over on the side. Oh, yeah. At the, at the, they were at Christian Horner's house and yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. out there with a camera. I know. Like, oh, he wants to play so bad. I know. That had to be like a couple tough. times. Hey, drivers. Yeah, you too, Dave. Because he, people think about him coming in to replace Nick DeVries. Yeah. But he actually came in as a reserve driver right. before Nick DeVries got canned, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's so funny because I, I, I feel like, um, I, I'm a Sergio Perez fan first and foremost. Yeah. And I think even if he's done in 24, like after this season. Retired or from Red Bull? I think from Red Bull. Yeah. I think someone will want his experience. For sure. Like with a young driver, because he'd be a good mentor, not the kind of guy. Even in the, so far he's been on camera like 12 minutes. Because they're going to do the Sergio Perez episode right. where everything he's is such a nice going guy. to Every hell. Every interaction's like. I, I, I know, I know. So that's first and foremost. I'm a fan. Yeah. And then I got into it very late. So when I started watching it, you know, uh, Mercedes was the Darth Vader yeah. and Max was this young kid and there was nothing. I don't care what side of the, the side you're on about whether Lewis got screwed or, or Max got the fair thing because they would generally let those people get out of the way. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing was screwed up. So I think you can make a case either way, but that by the point I got to that, I mean, that was the most exciting thing I had ever seen in my life. Life. I mean, that race at the end, and awesome. out, you know, so uh, and then I've always liked Lewis, but thought he's kind of a whiner and he is a whiner. I mean, he continues and the, I mean, he hasn't won in two years. He's a bigger whiner. Yeah. And I get that. He's used to being on top. Yeah. But now Christian Horner and Helmut Marco, I, I'm finding as many ways to be anti Red Bull as I am all in Red Bull. It's in, yes. And I think that they are building a, a perspective of Christian Horner, like zooming out and seeing his massive, you know, estate and, and how he has, you know, this vehicle and has the resources to bring Santa here. And then they try to bring him down and humanize him a little bit, but yeah. it just feels. Well, I hear, here's what I think. And I think that they, they have, uh, there's no doubt of their success. And, and for people like us who are new to this, we forget about Vettel's four in a row yeah. championships. I mean, so he's been the only principal in, in the 16 years or whatever that they've been a team and there's no arguing with the success at right. all. What I don't understand when I see all the other teams is the constant cutting of people without giving them the opportunity. Like, I mean, starting literally with uh, uh, Pierre Gasly, yeah. you know, then and to... He sounded pretty bad oh, about it. it. To Alex Albon, who now is the, maybe the hottest driver of, you know, who might go where... To the next level. Next. Yeah. And, and then Nick DeVries. And, and it, it's like you, there's this cutthroat thing that I think they just do because it's the cutthroat thing instead of... And so you've had all of these cuts and instead of going well maybe we're doing something right because we've won three championships in a row right why would you mess with that they're gonna mess with it yep that'll be their undoing at some point it, it, it absolutely will because you're not going to get any better partner for max verstappen than sergio perez i mean attitude wise you, you know not trying to take you out on the track i mean look at i i'd forgotten how bad Ocon. Gasly hated each other until they put him out there on those carts as like grown men, like again. Yeah. And, and Ocon wipes out and they won't speak. I mean, I mean, and they literally are taking each other out on the track. Right. Yep. So good season so far. I, I would say to you, I wondered if watching all of this year, whether the experience would still be the same for me. 
and, and what I now know that I didn't know before is just how there's just no utter sense to the timeline of the episode you're watching. That's why hair colors will change without any explanation right. or whatever. Right. That it is just jumps all over the place. So it's not like you're following a storyline that no, you've but read it does, before. It does plug in on it the does timeline. On, on things, that, yes. yes. But I go, Monaco, why, why, why are we here already? Right. But that's the narrative. Yeah. I read an interview with the guy, one of the guys, the two guys that are the production team that, that, that do that show. And he said that the general rule is, he, he said, sometimes people get mad because they give us their time and then it never ends up making it, you know, into the product. That's fair. So they sit around, they do, you know, he said for the general rule of thumb for one hour of content will be 20 hours of film. Hmm. Wow, okay. To give you some perspective. So if you've got 10 hours, right? Yeah. 200. 200 you'd have. So you're going to have literally yeah. a lot that doesn't end up making it. That's a fair, and I wonder if, they, if they're massaging that into some... You know, scenes to be put in later. Probably not. No, I just think Probably it's just not. that it that's is what it and, is. and they. But he said they're great, you know, and and the players are great or the drivers are great. But uh, you know, it, so if you just do that math, there's a lot of time sitting in front of this camera, or a lot of time stuff shot in the past. You know, that doesn't end up anywhere close to making it. Yeah. So. That's fun. I feel it's the proper amount of revealing. I think there's a good amount of perceived honesty. Yeah. Uh, you know that. That a, a driver would be commented on by another team's principal or, you know, just the the gamesmanship is kind of done out loud. And some of it just right down to the driver breathing, you know, while those lights are getting ready yeah. to go off. Yeah. Like, what like, does that tell? Yeah. What does just, that mean? Like that. You like just just build the tension. They do that so well. Yeah. I love the Benotto pop back in, you know, for and, and the whole Gunther Steiner thing. I, I mean, you feel like. I don't know if he was foreshadowing, you know, or or who knows. Maybe he didn't get canned. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like that guy. I read that he brought in like a $20 million sponsorship uh, over the offseason or th- since last year, and he wanted shares in the team, and, and, and Gene wasn't going to have any of that, and so they he just that he walked. My. And then he's also said, you know, that he got a phone call and told he was gone, but it, it doesn't sound like it was going to break his heart, at least so far in this season. Yeah. Like he seemed dangerously close, at least through the five hours or whatever of like just walking away from all of it. Such a good, um, good human being story. Do you like the addition of Jan- Danica Patrick? I do not. I think he's fine. I, I think Claire Williams is great. Yeah, Claire's I awesome. think Danica is a, uh, I don't like her stuff on Sky. I, I, oh, I don't like her on Sky. I thought she does okay. And here's what a driver would feel. That's fine. You know what? Give me more Will. I, I don't need. I, I, I like Will, but he gets it wrong. So much. he does. He does. <laughs> but like but, but what does Danica Capacity? She's never been in a Formula One car in her life. Uh, no, but she says, like her relating to, hey, we come into the season as a driver with the. I, I, that's fine. I don't know. I, I to me, it feels forced. And maybe that'll grow on me. Claire Williams, because she was part of the yeah. show, and she's just got a great voice. Yeah. I mean, and she's she knows what the pressure's like to be on a team that's not winning and not, oh, yeah. you know, and the, what it meant to the family. I mean, she's got as much history as anybody with Formula One. Danica is like, I feel like they just go, hey, where's the NASCAR lady? We'll put her in. It's got four wheels, right? Yeah. I mean, fair enough. She did IndyCar, didn't she? A little bit. Yeah. Well, she did that first, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. And actually. then, then into NASCAR. NASCAR. I, I just I don't know I I, it's, I don't it's it's not like I'm turning it off no. it, it's just she just doesn't 
She's she a feels slight, for like me, a square peg in a round hole. For me, it's a slight tick up, and and not like I'd tune in for her or tune out for her. It's just oh, all right, that's an okay statement. I I, I dig that. I'm not struggling with yeah. it. I just it's just I don't. And maybe she'll. I don't. It just feels like a move to like try to bring something in or fans in or something. I don't yeah, maybe. know. Maybe. Uh, maybe it's too American. Hey, maybe that too. Where's your accent? Get out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, Benota and, and Gunther and the besties at the vineyard again. That was, that made me happy. Uh, lots of writing on the wall there with that though. That's for sure. Uh, so <laughs> I, I do like saving the drama of the conversations in the race to watching it on this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause they do a great job. Like when Pierre Gasly wanted rain tires and they just, right. you know, told him no. Right. I mean, they just put different tires on. Right. And, you know, cause they wanted Ocon to win. Ocon comes off as such an SOB. Oh yeah. Which is weird because I, if I remember when he first came on, you're like, Oh, look at this sweet guy. I That's, know. Right. Seems like he's a hundred percent gone to the dark side of the force. Yeah, he has. Yeah. And he, he's the only guy. Out of all of the stuff I've watched, I ever saw somebody get hands on with, and that was Max Verstappen going after him in the garage. Yeah. I mean, with all the drama, I'd never seen anybody actually lay hands on anybody. Yeah. I also found that I was probably a little hard on Nick DeVries because I thought he, it must have just been, I thought he had a hateable face because everything he said was pretty <laughs> nice guy. He seemed incredibly yeah, he was nice. Fine. But he's got the Jay Cutler yeah, face. Just, so does like, Oscar Piastri a little bit. Yeah, sometimes. Huh? Yeah, sometimes he does. But yeah. he seems like Max incarnate. Yep. I mean, temperament. Cloth, yep. Like, I mean, like, where Lando's kind of all over the place, got all the talent in the world. This kid seems like polished. Like, I mean, like, he's not going to do anything stupid. Right. He tweets pretty wild, but but you're right. I think you're right. No, I mean, I'm just talking about the pressure doesn't seem. He's not yelling on the radio. He's like, he's just, I feel like, man, in a couple of years, that guy is going to be, un, I mean, barring any kind of weirdness. Uh, and, man, the cards, oh, my Lord. The investment, the speculation investment on him right oh, now yeah. well, is through the roof. Looks like he's going to be that guy. But I mean, I've not seen anything like it in my time of doing this, like where Max at his height. What I mean, people, there are three Oscar Piastri cards in the set of 200 chrome cards, right? The base set. And there are 30 Max Verstappen cards and people are spending twice as much to get a shot at those three as they are to get at 30, which makes no mathematical sense, mathematical sense at all. Those rare rookies. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. I mean, the refractor version of a base card is going for like $100 already. Wow. I mean, I've not seen anything even remotely other than probably what it was like in 2000 with Lewis and, right. you know, when all that first came out. Do you know one thing that I, I find really interesting about this show for non-race fans? Uh, like, when you make a mistake as a driver, they show footage of the races, and but they they wreck into a wall or they spin the car out, and, and the, you can just feel the uncomfortable sometimes it's oh i made a mistake or no that was my chance but the emo the human emotion yeah. just bleeds through the first words out of their mouth or no words or no words are or you no okay words. are you okay <laughs> and it's just are like you okay, you're sitting there on the or, or when they realize that they're it's on fire right. like they're kind of just 
Yeah, you need to speed this up. And then all of a sudden, they can't get that steering wheel off fast yes. enough and move out of there. But, uh, like I saw, uh, was it Kevin Magnuson? It's also how in tune they are with those cars. That's right. Because he said, my left, my back left tire, uh, there's something wrong. Next thing you know, the whole thing He's snaps on, I remember off. That. And he crashes into the wall. Yeah. It's like, well, he saw that coming. Right. Yeah, you, you feel that wobble, that slight 1%. And I don't mean like understeer or nope. oversteer. I mean, they can identify it right to exactly what tire. Uh, it's pretty amazing to me. Uh, McLaren struggles knowing how that's going to turn out. Right. Aston Martin riding high knowing how that's going to turn out. But right. God, you not love Fernando Alonso. Yes, and I love the sandbagging, the early sandbagging of the McLaren story. It's all in shambles right now. Cause but I know it the was. Fans. It really was. Yeah, but but is there anything more than the dread of Fernando? Is the car behind Fernando? <laughs> He is just so like age and guile will beat youth in a bad haircut any day. Yeah. It was a PJ O'Rourke book yep. uh, where he, when he's back there, you just, I mean, he's like a shark. Yep. It's a lot of fun. All right. It's just started Friday. You can jump to it. I, I think if you watch it, you're going to go back and watch all of them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's but you don't have to go back and watch all of them. You can jump right in. You may not have all the history, but you can jump right in and, and, and enjoy it right now. Ne- neither one of us talking about this show had any interest nope. uh, in Formula One racing. And, uh, you know, and it took me months to get this guy to even turn it on. But you can't turn it off. It's so human. It's just. I know, but I just had this perception yeah, in course. my head. So did I. I mean, I knew Michael Schumacher was, you know, I knew yeah. Ayrton Senna was, you know, I knew right. the names. Same. Uh, but you know, cause Michael Schumacher was dominating, you know, in my twenties. Right. Now you just tune into some stories about people and you go, wow, this is. Well, it, it works across the thing. It I mean, does. they do the tennis, they do mm-hmm. the golf and, and you know, it, it's really, Rugby, really good. soccer. Oh, I know. Check it out. All right. Let's take a break and when we get back. We got a lot to get to before we wrap up here today. We'll do a preview of this week. Do we have any more home Illini games or are we all done? Yeah. There's one or two left. Purdue's one of them. And I, th- I think there's two. Okay. I'll look over Check the Check that in and we'll have tickets to give away this week, uh, courtesy of the ticket window. Here's Nick with your three day forecast back with more right after this. Today, we've got increasing clouds, a high of 72. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 55. For Tuesday, 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly sunny and windy, high of 76. Wednesday, morning rain and snow showers likely, cloudy in the morning, then clear, high of only 36. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 48 degrees. Your WSOY time is 852. Hi, this is Congresswoman Mary Miller. Brad Holbrook is a founding member of the Freedom Caucus and was rated the most conservative member of the Illinois House. In the Republican primary on March 19th, please vote for Brad Holbrook because we need his voice fighting for our values in Springfield. Brad Holbrook is pro-Second Amendment, pro-life, and pro-family. He fought against Pritzker's illegal COVID mandates and unconstitutional gun bans. Please mark your calendar to vote on Tuesday, March 19th for Brad Halbrook. This is Republican Brad Halbrook. In a time when conservative values are under attack, I am proudly standing up for our rights and interests. I'm the most conservative member of the Illinois General Assembly, and I'm proud of it. A founding member of the Illinois Freedom Caucus, I am pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, and I am leading the fight against Prisker and Biden's inflationary spending and wide-open borders. If you want a fighter in Springfield, I ask that you vote for me, Brad Halbrook. Paid for by the citizens for Brad Halbrook. It's happening now. Folks across the Midwest are rushing to save big money at Menards and get 11% off everything. 
Hmm, now that I think about it, my recording studio does need a bit of an upgrade. I better hurry up and finish this read. Hurry in to get started on those big projects and save big money with 11% off everything at Menards. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Honey, I'm heading out to Menards. Save big money at Menards. Illini fans, this year we celebrate the 100th anniversary of Memorial Stadium for the 2024 Fighting Illini football season. Join us in Memorial Stadium as we honor 100 years of tradition and continue to create memories for the future. Season tickets for the 2024 football season are on sale now. Secure your season tickets for homecoming, Dad's Day, and a special rededication of Memorial Stadium on October 19th. Experience more cherished moments in Memorial Stadium this season and lock in your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Hey, where did we go? Days one I can't even agree how to say his last name. Do you notice that in the commercial? Well, he said it his own way, and she well, said it Well, I think he would way. say his name yeah. right. Yeah, Halbrook. Yeah. Okay. She said Holbrook. Yep. He's like, fine. Potato, potato. Yeah, I'm like, you don't need to recut it. Thank uh, you. <laughs> I'll clear it up. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> all right. Line of tickets left? Yeah, we've got a game Wednesday uh, home against Minnesota, uh, February 28th, 8 p.m. at the State Farm Center, and then Purdue's coming after that. Okay, well, then maybe we should give those away today all to right. give everybody a chance to get in here and get them today or tomorrow. Totally right? fine. Yeah, let's do it at the end. Okay. Uh, a, a pair of tickets, right? Good yep. to see a first mid. Uh, That's right. I'll take you, you know, this may be you know, your last couple chances to see the line at home before the tournament. That's exactly right. Where's the Big Ten tournament this year? I don't know. Don't they rotate? I, I like, don't know. over to Indianapolis to the. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. I right. thought there was some kind of rotation. I could be wrong about that. Probably right. Uh, all right. This week we have a whole bunch to get to as I'm looking ahead uh, with the calendar. Uh, coming up tomorrow, we'll uh, check in with the Community Foundation. They always have great news. Uh, and Dale and uh, Kyle. Uh, Wednesday, our friends from uh, Millican, and uh, we've got the Decatur Park District, Tanya. We'll talk about measles and some of these things that are making a comeback. Because we now have taken the COVID precaution, ridiculous thing, to things that we have not had in our lives. Yeah, I've seen outbreaks of other things, small outbreaks, not like big. Massive. No, but but there's a lot of people who you are in this business that are your, saying yeah. that this is not good at all. That's we'll right. get a medical professional's opinion on that because that's generally where I tend to take my medical advice from. Not Brad. I just realized this boxing clothes are just dangling like clip art. <laughs> yeah, I think there's more to that than you think. Yeah. I think there's some symbolism there. There is. Yeah, I know what, I know what he's trying to say. He's a fighter. He's got some cojones. He's a fighter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tells me that. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, you know, I like to ask, and, and people who don't want to be, you know, put in a spot politically, and I get it. I mean, they got to work with everybody and do that. But if you listen, not even carefully, just listen, who supported you on this? You will hear a list of names over and over and over. And when I say to people, who supported you on this? You will not hear a list of names over and over and over. I mean, you pick up on that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this is like Harry Potter. It's a sorting hat. 
you, you're either over here or you're over here. There's so very little, like, oh, I like this thing. And yeah, but this little... is ag tech. Yeah. This is something that if you represent farmers, if you represent, I, I mean, this isn't even right. uncomfortably out of your wheelhouse. No. Except it, that it means it's bringing dollars back to our community. It could even be self-serving. It could even help. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't understand it today. I, I just I don't understand the way they keep score. And I don't understand the way people who used to think the way I do about this kind of thing and having good leadership seem to be just apologize it away. I don't know. Hey, let's do this. What caller would you like to talk let's to? Let's do caller number six. Caller number six at 217-875-1340. We'll get a pair of tickets to see the Illini tomorrow night, courtesy of First Wednesday Mid. Night. I'm sorry, Wednesday night. Courtesy of First Mid and the First Mid ticket window, 217-875-1340. That's it for us. We will see you tomorrow, bright and early, 6 a.m. If you missed any of the show today, podcasts are driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group, and you can get those at nowdecatur.com. Enjoy the sunshine. We'll see you tomorrow. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Jesse Heating and Air. Great products and great people treating you the way you want to be treated since 1979. There's a strong hunger across Illinois for new state funding to get more local food products in consumers' hands. The Illinois Stewardship Alliance is coordinating interest in the state's new local food infrastructure grant program. Nearly $2 million in state funds is to be handed out for building up more ways to get products from local farms to markets. The Alliance reported 247 applications worth over $23 million came in when the process ended January 31st. A committee will soon try to pick the applications with the strong... You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.